Hi, and welcome to Coffee with Claire. Embracing the entrepreneurial spirit is the backbone of Coffee with Claire. And today, we are going to walk through a side hustle. Not sure what that is? Stay tuned and you'll find out more. Welcome back to Coffee with Claire. Today I have Side Hustle Sue, Sue Moore, <laughs> who is going to talk to us today about what it takes to have a successful side hustle. So welcome, Sue. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so glad to have you. So a little background on Sue. Sue is a recovering banker. Yes. <laughs> Yes. I love that title, yeah. who transitioned from financial services to a fast-growing segment of earners, those who are earning extra money without quitting their full-time job. That's right. Sounds like a pretty good place to be. Absolutely. So tell us about your transition from being a banker to doing what you're doing now. Okay. Um, when I left the banking industry, it was quite unexpectedly. And I wasn't ready to retire. Mm. And so I thought, well, what can I do? I wanted, I had been building businesses for other people. Okay. And I thought, you know, I think I'm going to try doing something for myself. And I looked around and through a series of circumstances, I met uh, the, the lady who is now my business partner. Okay. And we are in network marketing. And, that's, uh, and when I saw what that whole industry was about, I knew I had found the right place. So. So it's kind of nice when you find that, you know, when you yeah. feel like you're home. Yeah, yeah, you know? really. So how has the business landscape changed from when you first started in the business world? Good question. Um, well, business is always changing. Right. But the effect of technology, artificial intelligence, and uh, all of that on the business cycle as a whole mm -hmm. is causing lots of angst. For an example, you look at... Uh, the taxi industry, how that has almost been decimated with Uber and Lyft. Right. Okay. Yeah. Then you have the whole intellig uh, artificial intelligence where uh, people, uh, we've got machines, robots that are reading x-rays and mm. doing it significantly better. I don't mean to bash. No, you know, no, but, but it's I'm just, just saying the way of the world. That's what's yeah. happening. And uh, there are so many other examples of that. So the only thing that is really continuing to stay the way it is are what we call STEM. So it's uh, science, technology, engineering, and um, math, mm -hmm. plus healthcare. Ah. So, but I'm coming from the banking industry, the financial service industry, and I've seen a lot of people lose their positions because mm -hmm. of consolidations or uh, the one bank is buying another bank or what have you. So sure. uh, it leaves a lot of people uh, in a situation where they're not sure exactly what they're going to be doing. And that's where the, my side hustle idea came came to fruition. Yeah. So, Well, what are the hurdles that you're seeing people struggle with in wanting more in their life but not sure how to get it? Well, um, that's a good question also. Uh, <laughs> Most people live paycheck to paycheck. Yes. And uh, the cost of living changes, and as the kids get older, uh, things become more expensive. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking primarily of the people that I worked with uh, in financial services, great people, but there was no uh, particular road that could take them to make the money that they would really like to have to uh, do things for their family. And Besides so. just survive. Yes, they were just surviving. And. And the bad part about that at times is that when changes are made in financial service companies, 
the people who you see in the branch, the people who you are normally interacting, keep you afloat should something happen to you. Right. Yeah. So, you know, uh, we interview a lot of entrepreneurs on Coffee with Claire, mm -hmm. but not everybody has aspirations to be a, an entrepreneur. So can you do a side hustle without wanting to be a true entrepreneur? Oh, absolutely. Um, um, mo in fact, most people, um, there are a lot of entrepreneurs out there. Yes. Uh, but most people don't want to go through all of what that takes mm -hmm. because to, to be a true entrepreneur, you've got to, you know, there's all kinds of things you've got to do. You've got, um, you got to do the manufacturing if that's what your business is. Right. If you're uh, a cleaners, you've got to get buy equipment and all of those kinds of things. Um, most people don't want to do that, or they're not capable of doing it. Mm -hmm. So that's why I chose uh, network marketing as a vehicle to do side hustles. Now, I will say this. Side hustles don't have to be a tech, uh, connected to a company. A lot of people, uh, if you love dogs and uh, you want to make some extra money and you want to be a dog walker, great. Uh, some people uh, love to write in the evening, and uh, so they write, and during the day they're an RN. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing in the world wrong with that, and that's how they're putting some extra dollars into their pocket, which is fabulous. Um, I chose network marketing for uh, the residual piece of what you can get in a, in a, in a network marketing company. So if somebody is starting to look at, at a side hustle, what kind of income might they be looking at? Okay. Um, uh, it does take some time to build it up. Oh, sure. Um, and if they're coachable, um, it's, not, it's not difficult to make $500 or $1,000. In fact, if you took all the people who are in network marketing just in the United States. Okay. And you could divide them into three categories, the 80 percenters, the 15 percenters, and the 5 percenters. Okay. The 80 percenters are very happy to be between zero and $500 a month. Okay. And you question, well, why would someone want to make zero? Um, the reality there is is that they want the community. They don't have a community. Mm. And, and so that's very important. Okay. okay. So, all right, so that's the 80%. 15% would like to make, let's just say, between, let's say, 1,000 and 3,000. So that's great. Yeah. Uh, and then you have the 5%ers that want to make about 25, 30, 40 grand a month. Wow. And, and so when you think about it, the vast majority of people in network marketing are in that 80% category. They struggle because um, there's um, no criteria to get into this industry. And so mm. uh, that's why I say people have to be coachable. Right. And now with technology and the way we can do training online and they can do it in the comfort of their own home and so forth, we can help people get from zero to whatever that number is. So pretty. that answer your question? Yeah, it sure did. Good. Very, very <laughs> comprehensive, Miss Sue. So, Let's address this elephant that's in the room. Oh, right. Let's yes. do that. Network marketing yeah. has had some bad hype in the marketplace. Yeah. So can you speak to that? I sure can. Um, it goes back to the day, uh, Glengarry Glen Ross, where it was sell, sell, sell. Yes. And uh, people would say, oh, please buy this because i got to make my mortgage payment. And you go, oh, no, I don't think so. Um, and... So for decades, people tried to persuade people or talk them into coming into this business, mm -hmm. and there is nothing further from the truth. 
The reality is, is that network marketing is the simplest, the lowest cost uh, overhead um, for someone to begin to build something for themselves, and they can do it at their own pace. So, um, and I do think that um, the the perception of network marketing in this economy today is changing. Just about everybody, um, well, let me back up and say it this way. If you don't have a home-based business, you're losing out on a lot of tax benefits, you're losing out on the income that could have been coming into the home and so forth. So it's a little bit more commonplace now than it had been, uh, but you still have that elephant that you're, you're uh, having to um, you know, combat a little bit. We try to change all that. And are you finding that millennials are really adapting to the the network marketing yeah. business they are. model? In fact, I just learned this a couple of weeks ago. Millennials, I think the statistic I read was about it was between thirty six and thirty eight of them that are, uh, and it's a big population, mm -hmm. bigger than the boomers, right? And they're between um, five hundred and a thousand dollars a month. Thirty eight percent of them in the United States. Wow! And they're just doing it because. It's their own gig, you know, and uh, and then the other group, which really is surprising, are baby boomers, and that statistic was about forty-three percent of them are doing uh, hustling on the side because they're either getting ready to get into retirement, mm -hmm. or they are there and they're realizing they need a little more cash flow, yeah, uh, to you know uh, make their life the way they would like to have their life be. So it's 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 kind of all over the board, and it just depends on what you feel comfortable doing. So, and there's a lot of benefits to joining a company that's already established. Absolutely, absolutely. In fact, from my banking days, we would say that a company that ha is less than 18 months old has a greater likelihood of not making it. Mm -hmm. Uh, than one that is more than 18 months old. I'm not saying that if you're less than 18 months old, you can't make it, you can. Um, but statistically, that's how it works. So when you're looking for a company, it should be, I think, something that, something that is uh, a little bit more established. That's yeah. That's so what? tell us three things you need to do to be successful in <clears throat> network marketing. Okay. It's real simple. Um, prospecting marketing and mindset. Mm -hmm. okay. Prospecting and marketing are uh, simple concepts. Most people, after you, you know, look at it for a while, um, you kind of get the gist of what that's all about. It's the mindset. It's, and I struggled with this. It's what, a, what are people going to think of me? You know, I was this big banker, mm -hmm. and now I'm doing network marketing. Well, what's the matter with her? Mm -hmm. And uh, the reality is, is I think I got smarter. Uh, <laughs> Yay! <laughs> and I met you. <laughs> so that's that's primarily what it is. Is if you're if you're coachable, we can teach you the prospecting, we can teach you the marketing, and we work all the time on the mindset. And that is not necessarily just indigenous to network marketing. Right. It's indigenous to any business. Mm -hmm. If you are in a business development role and you are always looking for new clients. Uh, there's got to be a way in which you can put the better foot forward than what you have been doing. Yeah. So when you were when you were struggling with your mindset, um, what were some of the ways that you were able to pull yourself away from that old way of thinking into this this new paradigm that you have? Um, a couple of things. First of all, I, I do spend some time in the morning uh, in my prayer time and just kind of getting myself leveled. 
and then um, making sure that I've got a list of things that I do need to get um, uh, accomplished. Mm -hmm. The biggest thing is um, that the, um, the person I'm going to be talking to, they don't care what I'm doing. And they're they either going to say yes or they're going to say no. <laughs> and I'm not married to the outcome. That's really important. I'm not married to the outcome. So if I say, Claire, would you like to do X, Y, Z? And you say, well, we're not realizing. Okay, next. You know, and because I know what we have and right. I know how good it can be mm -hmm. and not everybody is going to want it. So that's okay. Yeah. It's perfectly okay. And um, so it sounds like you have a real a routine yes. that you follow every day yeah. that makes makes it you know feel like it's it's a part of your life it's not just this thing that you've stuck somewhere else you know it's it really is a yes. part of everything else that you've got it is a, it is a job mm -hmm. it is a job only it, it allows you a lot of time freedom a lot of flexibility you make some money and so forth so it's the it, to me it's the best of all worlds and uh, but it is a job and you have to treat it as such yeah, I think that's kind of what people fall into is that trap of, oh, well, you know, they hear the word residual and they just yeah. think it's just going to start flowing right, in right. rather than, you know, oh, gosh, I really have to call people up and talk to them and I really have to <laughs> um, know my products and my services or whatever it is so I can sound intelligent when they ask me a follow-up question, you right, know. Right. So uh, the, the training, I think, you know, in the larger companies is going to probably be a lot more extensive than, absolutely. you know, a startup too. Yes. No, absolutely, absolutely. You don't have right. to create everything. You don't have to create everything from scratch. No, really, if you can, um, that's the other thing about uh, doing network marketing. You have a company, mm -hmm. and you're in the middle, and you have the end user over here. So all I'm doing is pointing the user to the company through me. So uh, that's all it is. It's, real, it's, it's really simple, but it isn't simple, if that makes sense. <laughs> it, it does. So, Sue, so this has been so inspiring, learning yeah. about a way all of us can earn a few extra dollars by sharing something that we love. Right. And whether it's, you know, what, what you have chosen or clothing or, or whatever it is. So if our viewers would like to have more information or to contact you, where do they go? They can go right here. Okay. Oops. It's magic. It's magic. There you go. My email, my my cell, and my website. There's more information on the website. Um, just feel free to go, and there you go. Awesome. Well, thank you, Sue. Thank you. So, Sue, you have chosen to do network marketing as your side hustle. And so I was curious if you could share with the audience what are some of the things that you considered when you were choosing um, this particular company, company to work with? It's a great question. Uh, there are many, many, many network marketing companies out there, and they offer um, wonderful products and services. Um, but I came up with, actually, I found this from a, a coach, mm -hmm. uh, Eric Worre, and it's how to evaluate a network marketing company. And there Great. are basically four things that you want to look at when you are doing that. Okay. The first is the product and or the service, whatever the company offers. Is it a product that, um, well, first of all, do you like them? Do you like the products? Okay. Are you going to use the products? That's helpful. Um, is there a recognized need for the uh, products in the marketing in, in the in the 
in the marketplace and are they priced competitively? The second thing is the company itself. How long has it been around? Mm. Uh, like I said, that 18-month mark is, I think, if it's less than 18 months, I want, you need to ask how strong is the company, how strong is the management, and so forth. The third is compensation. Can people brand new into the uh, the company make you know some make some money? Mm -hmm. And is there a way they can get their initial investment back within you know six to twelve months? Oh, six and, to twelve months. Okay. And then is there a way in which uh, they can really make serious money if that's what they choose? Uh, and then lastly is the support. And uh, you know what does the corporate office offer you? Or do you have websites? Uh, are they taking care of fulfillment for you? If there's any kind of an issue, are they are they there to uh, interact with uh, the customer if there is something that has gone awry? So, um, and and uh, when I first looked at this, I thought, well, of course companies would do that. And then I realized that not all companies do do that. Right. So um, uh, that's how I came to my company. I'm with Rodan and Fields. And we are premium skincare, and mm -hmm. I know there are a lot of lot of um, skincare companies out there, and they're wonderful industry standard companies. What I loved about these this company is that they do things that are um, technology based, and uh, they create um, situations where uh, the ingredients that in some of our products are very proprietary. So. I wanted a little bit of an edge there, mm -hmm. you know, so that's why I love that company. But and most importantly for people who are watching, if mm -hmm. they are thinking about doing this, they really, you can uh, get with Claire. I will leave the evaluation form with her and um, you'll be happy to um, give you a copy of it so you can see what's going on. Well, those are really some great tips, you know, things to really be thinking about as you're choosing your side hustle. So, mm -hmm. thanks, Sue. You're welcome. Okay, so here are the top 10 things I learned about side hustles. Top 10, number 10, the business landscape has changed. Number nine, you can earn money without leaving the security of your current job and give yourself a raise. Number eight, a side hustle is just that, something you're doing on the side to create additional income. Number seven, side hustles are the new job security. Number six, there is a difference between a side hustle and a part-time job. Number five, you can make significant money doing a side hustle. Number four, network marketing is not the evil twin of business. Number three, there are three things you need to do consistently to be successful in network marketing. Those three things are prospecting, marketing, and mindset training. Number two, side hustles are an amazing way to empower yourself. And number one, empowerment is the best gift we can give to anyone, including ourselves. Thanks again for tuning in to Coffee with Claire. You can see us on Women on TV, Apple TV, Roku, and other internet TV carriers. Make sure that you follow us and like us on Facebook and Twitter. And as always, remember, follow the fun. We'll see you next time.